babes. You're listening to the Deep Breaths and F-Bombs podcast. I'm Karina Suada, your host, and I'm going to be honest with you here. I'm pretty badass. I'm a single mom to a beautiful little boy, retired people pleaser, ex-corporate grinder turned entrepreneur, and a self-love junkie. I'm here to help you raise your self-worth and be unapologetic as fuck about who you are so you can raise your standards and love in life. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Deep Breaths and F-Bombs podcast. I am here with one of my soul sisters, Emma Del Rey. And Emma, why don't you give us an overview and a brief update on who you are, what you do, how you got into astrology, because you guys, today I'm going to preface this. We're going to talk all things astrology. I think this was something that blew my mind and I had Emma do my birth chart reading and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is why I am who I am. This all makes sense. This gave me permission. This gave me validation all in the stars and in the moon and all of it. And I am not the expert. That's why I have Emma here, but I just really want you guys to come to this and really have a deeper understanding of who you are and allow that and understand that there's more at play here. It's literally written in the stars of who you are. And that's why I really wanted Emma to come on today to really talk about that. So Emma, I'm going to turn it over to you and give an introduction. Who are you? How'd you get here and what you do today? Hi guys. That's, that's one introduction. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, okay. So my name is Emma Del Rey. I am a spiritual guide and astrologer. My whole essence pur- purpose is helping women get unstuck and connect to their intuition and create the life they desire. And I use astrology as one of the many tools to uncover and unpack a lot of that. Um, how I got into astrology is a boring story, but I'll tell it. I just started to find it interesting one day, like I stumbled upon a video and it kind of just went from there and I kept watching the videos and watching them and I was so confused and I was like, no, I'm learning. I wasn't learning. I was just watching and very confused. So finally I was like, I'm going to go get my chart read. I was like, maybe that will help some of what this lady has been trying to tell me it makes sense. And she read my chart. And after that, I was just like sold. I was like, I am going to learn all about this. I am like convinced because I can be pretty skeptical, skeptical. So I was like, I don't really know. Is any of this real? And then she read my chart and she told me things that, um, I was like, how do you know that about me, about my life, about my childhood, about what I'm here to do in the world. Like, what are you talking about? But at the same time being like, yeah, like that's totally true. And after that, I was just, I went head first and ended up going through a certification program for it and learned all the things. And now here we are. I think that's so cool as boring as that story, boring, I'm using air quotes, as that story is, I think it shows us that, hey, follow that curiosity, follow Mm -hmm. those little nudges and look at where it might end up. Like now you're literally helping women in their lives using astrology. Like that is freaking powerful all because one day you're like, ooh, this is interesting. That's so true. And I've never thought about that. And it's funny because even when I knew I was going to um, like go to the school and do training. I still wasn't like, I want to use this. I was just like, I just want to understand. Like, 
I was a little frustrated by the fact that I couldn't understand. And like, once I set my like sights on something, I was like, no, I need to understand this. And not only understand, like, I need to understand this fully and be able to talk to other people about it. And it wasn't until I completely finished and had been done that I was like, maybe I actually want to like use this and like do something with this in my coaching business or like use this to help people. Yeah, I could do that. But it was never a thought before that. I was just like determined to understand. And then I realized, oh, not only do I understand, but I'm actually good at this now that I've, you know, peeled off the confusing layer of it, which it can start off as. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I still love that. I think that's a beautiful story. And I think that's a beautiful reminder for all of you listeners too, that if you do have a nudge. If you do have something that piques your curiosity, follow it. Don't hide it. And that's something, Emma, let's talk about that a little bit in astrology because you and I were talking before the call about some of the things that you had heard during your birth chart reading that you're like, "Mm, I don't know that I'm really ready for that, or I'm going to kind of ignore that. And for me too, like when you read my birth chart, it was like, oh my gosh, like I didn't really have any of the Oh, I'm not ready to hear that, but it was more of like, this makes sense. This is why I am who I am. This is why I do what I do and how it all pieces together. So can you share about that a little bit? Like, what is your role as an astrologer in reading these birth charts? And then how can you use that? And how can you really tune into the, the nudges and maybe the denying a little bit? Mm-hmm. You said it before, I think in your introduction, or you used the word that I'm about to use. So I think a lot of it is about permission giving. And like, I don't even do that. I just, and I said this before when we were talking, like when I had my chart read, it wasn't like she was coming up with making this information up. Like it was all within the chart and her skill set is to just read that and you know, like share it with me. And that's what I do is I look at the chart and whatever the chart says, you know, I speak to the person, but whatever comes up is all about permission giving. A lot of the times, nothing's a shock, you know? And I will talk about my story in a second. Like even that wasn't a shock. It's stuff we know. And whether it's like, we know, and we're like, yeah, I'm doing that. And that's one of those things I'm really good at. Or we're like, yeah, that's, true that I do that thing that I don't like that I do or that I, you know, feel emotional in this like really fiery way or I cry a lot or whatever it may be. It's just having the permission of it and it's like letting that be okay, whatever it is. Like nothing, none of it's ever wrong. None of it's ever bad. There are some parts of astrology and of a chart that can be harder, but then those are just the challenges that you're meant to work through. And we all have them in some form, whether we're looking at them like within a chart or I keep like making a circle with my hand because that's the shape of a chart and like (laughs) showing it to Karina, which you guys can't see. Um, um, Whether you see it in the chart or whether you just know that in your life, I promise if you have something that like keeps coming up, it's somehow reflected in your chart. Um, but anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. So, so I'll change directions. I think <laughs> the, the um, not being ready to hear it thing usually comes when we're not. So when you look at a chart, 
you can have the experience of an, I'll use you Karina as an example. And I didn't even really know you when I read your chart. Like we just <laughs> met, but I already knew and I can get the feeling before I read for someone like this person's doing your chart. Like they're in it, they're in the energy. They're very much in the space of it. Like they're, you know, Karina's chart talks all about like one-on-one -on -one relationships and like all this nurturing energy and all these things that are, that I already like could feel coming off of her. And I was like, this is very true. And then you get people sometimes who you just, I don't have that feeling. And I'm like, this is going to be the area where they're resisting, or this is going to be the area where they're struggling. And I feel like I was that case when I got <laughs> read. Cause she, cause the astrologer kept being like, at the time in my life, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I was contemplating going back to school and like in the process of applying to grad schools to become a school teacher. And she kept telling me, she was like, have you thought about like healing, becoming a healer, like helping people heal, like, you know, having some sort of like otherworldly gifts that you like use and help people with. And I was like, no, haven't thought about that. That's not true. Don't really know what you're talking about. And I think I knew on some level, but I wasn't, I wasn't there. Like if someone said that to me now, I'd be like, yeah, duh, I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. But, um, then I couldn't see it. And that the cool thing about that is like the chart doesn't lie and it's never wrong. It's just up to us whether we're going to step into it and use the energy of it or not. And I, I will say my perspective on it. Like that the doing the the doing of the chart and the stepping into the energy and healing the parts of it that are um, tangled or frustration or the challenges that allows your soul to grow and evolve and then in your next like life if you believe that or whatever you do believe like there like there's a reward for that like not even it's not even about there being a reward but they're like, that's what we're here to do. We all think we're here to like be this or be that or have this job or have this family or whatever the thing may be. And like, you're really here to do the work of your chart and whatever that is calling you to do. So if that's one-on-one -on -one relationships and that setting, that's great. And then that's going to not only help you potentially later on if you want, if you believe in that, but also right now to be able to fully be yourself and be expressed. But you also have the choice to be like, nah, I'm not going to do that. And I've seen that before. And um, when I went through my training, we had to do like, uh, we did like free readings, but we all sat in, we were hidden. Like we sat in the basement watching all the readings and there's this one woman come in and we like all had looked at her chart before. So we kind of had an idea and she came in and she was just not anything what that chart said, like at all. Like she was supposed to have all this fire energy and be really outgoing and be blunt and like be the life of the party and like all this stuff. And she was depressed and stuck and in like this hopeless marriage and her husband was an alcoholic and like all like it could, it kept, it kept getting worse as, as she was talking. And at the end when we were all sitting and talking about it, we were like, the instructor was like, that's a really good example of when someone doesn't do their chart, right? Like the pain builds, the, the struggle builds, the, the whatever it may be, it's just going to get harder and harder 
And all that hardness, I think, in life always is just trying to pull you back to the center, to the essence, to your soul, to whatever words you want to use of what you're really here to do. But some people refuse to listen. Like she knew and she sat there the whole time. She was like, I know, I know. But you do have a choice of whether you're going to like follow through on that or not. And I just talked a lot. No, I think you said so many amazing things. Um, The big takeaway that I got out of that is there's, there's a deeper knowing you're here on this earth for a reason. Your chart is literally telling you pieces about yourself, who you are, what you should be doing, where you thrive at, right? Like all of these things. And when you're not living your life in alignment with that, everything is off. Mm -hmm. Your mood is off. Your energy is off. You're depressed. You have all of these things and it's, you're, you're suppressing these pieces of you. Yeah. And you're ignoring Mm -hmm. it. And I think like this was a huge thing for me. And like, Emma, you said at the very beginning is giving you permission to be truly you and authentically you like it's written in the stars. And I think that's so incredible Mm -hmm. and so amazing. And I think like, for me, I had been on such a spiritual journey for the past year that I started to follow those little nudges and I started to listen and really tune into that. And so when I got to you and we did the reading, it all just made sense. And it's like, oh, this is why I'm stepping into this. This is why I'm stepping into that because I had already started following the nudges. But prior to that, like I can only say like if you guys and you listeners are really feeling out of alignment get your birth chart read, figure out what's going on, what you need to step into, where do you need permission to really fully be yourself and unapologetically who you are, right? Because that's all, that's how it's all about. That's how we, how we raise our happiness. That's how we reclaim our self-worth. That's how we stand up in this world and say, I am fucking here. Like I am here and this is who I am. And I love how astrology plays a huge role in that. And we don't even know it. Like a lot of us don't even know it. Mm -hmm. And we just hear, Oh, I'm a cancer. I'm a Gemini. I'm a, but there's so much more to it than that. Yep. There's so much more. And I think the willingness to go in and look at the more is, is actually where the magic comes from or lies. Like being a, I'm a Scorpio and like being a I'm not a good example. I should use someone else because I have a lot of Scorpio in my chart. So like, it's not a good thing, but a lot of people don't identify with their sun sign sometimes. And there's like, I can give you 8 million reasons why that's true. But the simple one is like, there's just more going on and you don't have to go and understand that for yourself. Like, that's why I'm here. That's why there's people who do this, but that's where like the, the understanding lies. Cause you can look at your sun sign and be like, yeah, that's kind of true. But there's like nine more pieces and 800 more layers of like how all that's woven together to make you that makes sense that you don't know by just looking at one piece. And that's the beauty of our reading, right? It is like you get to sit and look at all the pieces and see how they all work together and like make you and your themes in this life and what you're here to do. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like that was like me. Like I told you, cause I'm, my birthday is June 21st. And like, there were, you know, it would be some things be like, Oh, you're Gemini. Oh, some you're cancer. Well, that's because what my cancer is in my zero house. Is that what it is? It's so a it's zero like degrees, zero mm-hmm. degrees. So it's open to both cancer and Gemini. And it's like, Oh, 
Like that makes sense. Like that's mm-hmm. why I didn't resonate with just one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's all this other stuff going on. Like this is why. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. It is beautiful. And there's just so like there's just so much <laughs> so much that's there to to understand and uncover and work with, right? Like think that's the cool part of the chart is like what either maybe doesn't resonate if you want to use that word or or doesn't feel good like then there's some areas you get to lean into because there's some pieces of our chart even if we don't know them that we do and we do really well that like we don't really need help with we we've got it and then there's some parts and pieces like just you know the chart just reflects you so there's some pieces of ourselves that like, oh, I always bump up against that same wall or that same thing, or I attract the same partner over and over again. And it's like, if you don't think that there's something in your chart that can explain it, you're wrong. Cause there is, <laughs> but like, then you get to go in and look at that and work with that, you know, as just one of the many tools that you can use, but see that and be like, Hmm, okay. And then heal it, right? I think anything that exists in our life or in our charts is meant to be understood and healed and worked through instead of just consistently happening over and over and over again. That doesn't sound fun. No. And I want to go into that a little bit because I'm thinking in my head, there's obviously people that have experienced a lot of trauma. And I know from my conversations with you, that's in your chart too. Mm -hmm. Like, these things in your chart. And I remember you and I had a conversation. We were looking at a chart and you're like, what's his childhood like? Cause there's a lot of, there's a lot of trauma there. There's a lot going on there. Like tell me about his childhood. So what is your advice or what are your tips for people who may be experiencing these things and it's in their chart and they don't understand, they don't really know how to work through them. Or maybe you're doing a reading and you are, you know, telling people this and they're kind of still like trying to figure it out. Like, do you have some tips or tools or things that you walk people through to really help them heal some of those pieces? Yeah. So a lot of, there's a couple of different things that, that I'm thinking of that it could be. Some of the things are indicative of the past. Like if you look at my chart, you can see that like my parents didn't get along. Like their marriage probably most likely wasn't great, that there was tension between them and there was something that wasn't working. And right, like that has nothing to do with me. That's just like, I reflect that back into the world and I am a product of that. But there are certain um, things in the chart that can be like hidden from us which is what we were seeing when we looked at that chart. And that's where the work is. And one, it's going to depend on whatever planets are actually there, right? Because it's going to be different pieces of each person. But the general work in, you know, without knowing what it is, is bringing that to the light. So whatever feels hidden or not clear or, um, you know, like the shadow... (laughs) You can't see, but like the quotation marks, but the shadow part of you or the darker part or um, the, the trauma, most likely like that has to be brought forth into the light and like looked at and seen because often from this astrological, like looking at a chart, it's something that 
um, happened in childhood. Like there is, I'll just use, I'll just use me as an example. <laughs> like my moon being in the 12th house, there's something around not being loved and mothered and nurtured as a child. And that was my experience with my mom. And, but even though I can identify that there's the, it, it has to be brought up to the surface of like, what is the impact of that? Because often we can look at our trauma and say, yeah, this thing happened and that thing happened. But the work is like, okay, let me look at that piece of my life, whatever it may be. And because of this, how do I now show up in the world? Because of this, how do I act? Because of this, what kind of relationships do I get into? Because of this, um, what kind of friends do I have? Because of this, what kind of career do I, did I choose? And you may think that it, that one thing is not connected to every subsequent decision, but it is. It is. And until you can look at that and see what that experience has shaped you into, you can't do anything else differently because you got to know who it made you to, un, to choose something differently to work with that. So you can know, and I'm the queen of this. I know my trauma and I'm like the most self-aware person. Like I know it's this thing and I know I'm triggered by this, but that's not really the work. Like you, the, the awareness is the first step, but then it's like, okay, but who am I because of these things? And then the flip is like, okay, but who do I really want to be now that I'm going to let that go? Right. Because the identity that you form because of that pain, because of that trauma most likely isn't like your authentic self, your truth, who you really want to be in this world. So, and who you're meant to be, not even like who you want to be, but, but what's most natural, you know, the pain, the trauma becomes like a protector and this the layer and guard. So who are you without that then becomes the question. And what does life look like without that? And what would you do differently? And what job would you have? And what relationships would you be in? And how would you feel? And if you think you don't know, again, you're wrong, you do. Like your intuition knows those answers are there and you're not making them up. They're real. Even if they seem impossible, like everything you desire exists because it's possible. So right. like you couldn't right. desire it if it wasn't possible for you. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't even be something that would be in your conscious mind or in your subconscious and you're feeling it and you don't necessarily know what's there. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's beautiful how you said like this one thing is leading to the job, to the relationships, to everything. And you guys, like I talk about that all the time. Like I talk about if you're attracting these people into your life and this is constantly what's coming up, where is it coming from? What were your wounds? What were your trauma? What were your examples growing up? Like what is that thing? And astrology can help you bring some of that stuff to light, right? And I think it's all so beautifully woven together, which is why I wanted Emma to come on today because we've all walked it in our conversations. We both have trauma. We both have mommy wounds that we need to heal, right? <laughs> like, we do. We do. We do. And um, that has created a reality for us that now we get to change and we get to decide differently and we get to say, okay, this isn't who I want to be. This isn't what I want to identify with. Like I get to change that and I get to empower myself and say, I don't, I don't have to identify with that. That doesn't have, that's a piece of my story, but it doesn't have to be everything. I don't have to let that hold me back. I still get to live this beautiful fucking life because I deserve it because I exist. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So. And it doesn't have to be hard. I think there's like, 
this huge, this, and again, we were talking about this when we came on, like it's one of those rules in the coaching and self-development community of like all change has to be hard and that's just a belief. So if you can change that belief to be change is easy, then this gets to be easy. And something that you taught me is like, you just have to be really clear about what things were and what you want things to be. And when you can like hold those two identities and see the difference, like that's all you need. Then you just let that go and you identify with this and you start being that. And it doesn't have to be this like, you know, I don't have to like crack open and be sad. And like, there, there's like, that gets to be part of it. And I do think that's part of the work. And I think we all go there. But I also think that there's that point where it's like, okay, but I've done that. Okay. Like I felt it. And like going in and feeling it again and again is torture, not healing. Yeah. And some point it's like, I'm just done. I'm, this gets to be easy and I'm just going to be different because you can be. And it's that simple as, um, changing your thought around it and how simple it gets to be. Yeah. And you're just shedding that layer. I think that's something beautiful because a lot of, a lot of coaches talk about this big block that's in your way. That's holding you back. That's stopping you. And so you're so focused on this block. Mm-hmm. But you've already removed the block. It's a layer. You're shedding the layer and you're letting it fall behind you and you keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. You're shedding another layer and you keep moving forward. You're not trying to move this massive boulder. It's just you're shedding a layer. And that once I heard that, I was like, oh, like I get to just, this just gets to be easy. Like I'm just shedding this layer. It doesn't have to be anything more than that. And I get to just keep walking and I just get to keep moving forward. And we just let these layers fall behind me. And it's so much, so easy and so effortless when we do that. Mm, yeah. And I love that. I like that visual. Like even thinking about the visual, that visual sounds way more simple than trying to move a massive rock. A massive boulder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it feels so much more goddess energy. Yeah. Like I just like, again, you can't see me, but just like walking down the street, like strutting my stuff, like just rolling off my shoulders. It's like the visual I'm having. Yeah. Like the fairy tale women, like what's the, oh, with the seven dwarves. Snow White? Snow White. (laughs) You know what Snow White's like? Dancing around like with the birds and like everything just like. That's the visual I got when I saw you. Okay. I feel like that's amazing. Is there any kind of last sort of tidbits or tips or anything astrology that you want to share with our listeners today? Um, Yeah, I feel like if you don't feel called to go get a reading or like enter into that level of depth that it is, if you just go and look up your sun, your moon and your rising sign, that's going to tell you a lot. And then you're going to want to go get a reading, but that's not my point. But if you just want like, you know, the baby piece of the, of where to start, that's a great way to do it. And how Um, do they do that? Where do they go? I'm going to, I'm going to explain that now. Um, I was, no, no, no. I was like trying to think of like, what's the easiest way to, I'm just going to explain it how I would explain it to anyone. Um, and they can always reach out to me if this doesn't make sense. So if you go to astro.com, so A-S-T-R-O.com, 
and you click the tab that says free horoscopes. And then on the bottom right corner, it will say natal chart ascendant. If you click that, you can put your birth time, date, and location in, and it will pull up your chart. On your chart, you're going to want to look at, there's going to be a few boxes. You're going to want to look at the first box. It's going to say sun, and then the sign, and then the moon, and then the sign. And then I believe the third box down where it says AC, that's going to be your ascendant or your rising sign. And it's going to say again, the sign, one of the 12 signs. And when you look at those three, then you can go Google them or message me or whatever you feel called to do. And that will tell you a lot, right? Like that's how I started. And I was like, oh, that all makes a lot of sense. Interesting. And then because I'm me and a Scorpio, I was like, now I need to know everything that possibly <laughs> is to know about this because it's all or nothing around here. Um, but that looking at those three, your sun, your moon, and your rising. Um, yeah. And you've got to put it in the chart because the rising sign depends on your birth location and the time. Um, those three, like they just say so much. And as a combination, that's like who we show up as and move through in the day to day. Like there's obviously, as we know, there's more, there's other layers, but I think that's a lot of what we see when we interact with the person and what other people see when they interact with you. And if you told that to your friends, right? If you looked at your gut, you're like, guys, I just learned all this stuff. They'd be like, yeah, that all makes sense. Oh, you, do, oh. you do all those things. You'd be like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Hopefully in a good way. Like, yeah, it's awesome. Really, like, I don't know. <laughs> but you never know. You never know. Well, that sounds like an amazing starting point, I think. And yeah. if you are called to get a reading and learn more about it, how can they find you? I am, I'll spell my name because, you know, everyone spells it wrong. Emma N. Delray on Facebook and Instagram. So E-M-M-A-N, like, nugget. Yep, nugget. <laughs> D-E-L-R-E-Y. All ease. Yeah, so you can find me there and on both of those platforms. My website's there. My, like, scheduling link and all that good stuff and information about the reading is there. So that's where you can find me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Emma, for hanging out with me today. I have no doubt the listeners are going to be just as mind blown as I was when I first started engaging and interacting and had my reading done. And I think it's so beautiful how everything plays together. So I really appreciate your time today and go follow Emma. I love her and she's just so real, so down to earth, just exactly like she is as she showed up on this podcast today. And she makes me laugh on the freaking daily. Like I'm, it was just, yes, today, I think I was watching one of your Insta stories or something and I was like, I just love her. <laughs> I think it was one of your IGTVs and I'm like, I just love her. So you're going to love her just as much as I do. And yeah, that's all I have to say. I hope you guys have a fantastic day and thanks for tuning in. If you have any questions or interested in reading, definitely reach out to Emma. Bye guys. Love you. Mwah.